Oh, man. I told you I watched that fucking Wachowski's movie. Uh, which the one? The one with Mila Kunis. They did a movie with Mila Kunis? Yeah, and Channing Oh, wait. Yeah, that, that like, big, over-the-top, like, looked like a... What do you, what do you like like a young adult novel? <laughs> <laughs> it did, but I I tried to look it up. It wasn't based on anything. Oh yeah, I told you. I remember. Yeah, you did. Because I was like, what did I say? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. You said up. something pretty yeah, really said, noteworthy about it. It was. I said that it was like it's definitely. First of all, it's really bad. Yeah. It's kind of all, it's like, you could definitely tell it's like a story written for young girls by two dudes who think they're women. No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let that one get out. Okay. It'll destroy me. Or you can if you want, I don't care. Uh, I'll keep that one between us. But uh, I don't know. It's fine if they want to be ladies. I got no problem. Just, just write good movies, damn it. Yeah, it was bad. So bad. Funny, I saw like a uh, an interview or a uh, an interview, but a thing, a roundtable discussion where that came up, and a couple people actually liked it. Hmm. It's weird. I don't know. It didn't look like my kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And welcome back. Sorry for the break, but uh, it was uh, very much needed. To be completely honest with you, I feel like I need to get another one. My health has been a bit out of whack. <clears throat> uh, but I'll spare you the details. Point is, uh, we're back and kind of uh, bumblefucked our way into uh, another theme month. This being obscure OVAs. Specifically, obscure OVAs that never reached the States. Or really, never left Japan. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Interesting is probably the best word to describe what we watched today. Um, oh yeah, New Japan. I think I watched an older pay-per-view. Uh, don't Taku? Sounds kind of like Don't Taku. Uh, yeah, 2016. Uh, still amazing. Uh, the Rainmaker, so good. Uh, kind of want to go back and watch some of the older stuff with, um, what's his name with the crazy-ass pose? Uh, Nakamura. So I did see a match between him and AJ Styles, it was nuts. Yeah, there's a shit ton of talent out there. Um, really, it's actually not bad for alternatives in that, I mean, between New Japan, 
Ring of Honor and uh, Lucha Underground. There's good stuff to watch. Even TNA has a few 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 diamonds in the rough there, like uh, Decay. People seem to be enjoying Broken Matt Hardy. It's a bit weird, even for me. But there's stuff out there. I guess the problem is uh, none of it is of the scale of WWE. I mean, I mean, WWE's uh, homemade counterpoint, counterpick to them, uh, NXT, is pretty good. And, you know, kind of wish everything was booked the way it was on NXT, but uh, what can you do? There's a lot out there. But, uh, you, you know, I, I spent a decent amount of time talking about wrestling during these segments, probably because I don't have any friends who watch wrestling. Sad, sad life you lead, Jumper Cables. But uh, I think I've ranted on long enough. So uh, please enjoy. So, Angelina, we're going to do something a little different with this episode. I want us both to start with the most despicable action which occurred in this anime. And (laughs) then we're going to chrono this thing chronologically and then kind of like go in on those actions when we uh, hit them. So, briefly, which do you think? what do you think was the most despicable thing which occurred in this anime? This anime being Aoki Hono, a.k.a. Blue Flames? Hmm. Despicable act? Yeah. The most uh, vile shit. Well, I thought it was pretty rude that that, that guy was forcing his daughter to he chose her profession and also was choosing her to uh oh marry the successor yeah he was basically made everything yeah he's mm. like i'm gonna but it was also kind of weird that he's gonna give this other person a hospital mm-hmm. you know, which i didn't know that's how it worked but uh, other than that I'm sure was... that's how it worked in the Dark Ages. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I think when the when uh, the main dude is like trying to force himself on that girl, mm-hmm. uh, and she's like, "No, no, no!" repeatedly, and he mm-hmm. just keeps going. Yeah, uh, but then it seems like she enjoyed it. So yeah. Okay, I want to say. And there's a lot to pick from in this anime. Um, I am torn <laughs> between two. Uh, the first being, uh, what was it? What is it? Um, ruining a generic high school guy's scholarship and then kicking his ass. <laughs> And, right, and fucking is the girl he liked. Oh yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> but um, I don't. I feel like I kind of want to surprise the audience with the second one. So I'll do that. The second one, you know, we'll find out. But let's let's start from the very beginning. Um, <laughs> first thing I gotta say, and it may surprise <laughs> people, I think this anime was made in '89. Yeah. It looks like it was made in 82. Hmm. I don't know. 
But it's above the biggest rock and roller of all time. It looks like what? This guy doesn't give a fuck. This guy, <laughs> you'll find out very early into the story that this guy is a stone-cold sociopath. Yeah. And it's incredible. I've never seen anything like this before in anime. I have... Um, Hold on a sec. Nelly, gotta go outside, okay? I can think of some things that compare, but the main character of this story may be the most vile character in any anime that I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> He's incredible. That's saying something, because His that's... motivations are never discussed. Uh, we get a hint at it briefly. Basically, he's a hedonistic sociopath. I'm not even sure he is taking pleasure. Oh, there's a... Screw it, I can't wait. There's a point where he seems to take pleasure in something. Yeah. <laughs> that that being when, uh, right after he takes the first ass whooping and he's, uh, screwing the, uh, hostess chick. Mm -hmm. And he thinks about that, um, high school girl that's now in the hospital comatose. Uh-huh. Do you remember what he does while thinking about that girl in the hospital bed? Comatose, no. Mike? No, what does he, he do? blows a fat nut into the other chick. Oh, he was thinking about her? Is that yep. what I... Yep. I wasn't paying attention, but I remember he, like, yelled. Yep. The, he, I missed that. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what so gets great. you off. That's what gets your kicks. That's so tight. Thinking about your victims. <laughs> What a bad He's so crazy. Stop it. Stop it, Mike. This guy's <laughs> terrible. He's so great. No. Ugh. <laughs> oh, God. I think this is one of my favoritest things that we've watched. Oh, my. Oh, God. It's just so weird. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Pangelina. <laughs> I don't fucking know you anymore. <laughs> it's like a weird... Because... It's I don't know if I can even call it a character study, but it's like it's like it's the origin story of the Joker or something. He just like comes out of nowhere and he just creates chaos just, for just, no reason. Just ruins the lives. Well, see, therein lies the problem. It's not even ruining the lives of everyone around him because like the first encounter he has is with some guys looking to kick the shit out of him and he pays mm -hmm. him off. He pays yeah. off the bullies, but everyone else that crosses him, even remotely, even indirectly, just gets shat on in the worst way possible. I want to say not even, they didn't even have to cross him. Yeah. All they, all they had to do was be... Be there. Be in well, the was, area. You know, when he hears them talking about the girl's money, mm -hmm. he's like, I'm going in. Yeah. <laughs> and then he extorts the father mm -hmm. it's like pay me 10 million yen and I'll Which, break up with her uh, for that point in time uh, I think well one the 10 million would amount to 7,000 US dollars yeah that's what the and subs in that point in time it would be I guess due to inflation or whatever the fuck $13,740.04 by today's standards hmm <laughs> a lot of goddamn money it is. It's so incredible. But you know what this reminded me of? I don't think you've seen it yet. Mm -hmm. 
but there's a movie that I really love. It's a masterpiece. It's called We Need to Talk About Kevin. Oh, yeah. I've heard some things about that. So what what is this guy, Anime Kevin? Um, Kind of. I want to say we're made to feel a little bit more sorry for Kevin. And it's really about the relationship between him and his mother. And But it's such a strange story because they don't spoilers I guess kind of not really they don't really say why like he's just why deranged he's like that. yeah he's just fucked up in the head mm-hmm. like he ends up in a mental asylum and yeah. that's not really a spoiler because they flash back to mm-hmm. or flash forward to that a lot but <laughs> this guy gets no justice you don't really understand why he does that I mean you yeah. kind of get his viewpoint a little bit at the end mm. where he's talking to those preppies and he's like you guys are just going to be salary men like cogs in the machine like mm. I'm not going to live that way like I'm out of here mm. like peace yeah very uh, very much you, uh, I think about that guy from Futurama he's going to uh, do shit 80s style yeah <laughs> It's the thing about this guy. You don't even get an indication. In, well, you get some indication, but you don't even get like the idea or the feeling that he's like sick in the head. Mm-hmm. He's just, just the worst human being possible. He's I mean, like he... evil and petty and cold. We're not made to understand him. The most sociopath-ass sociopath I've seen in a long-ass time. Yeah, when you consider, like, it's such a strange thing to be made into, like, a 45-minute OVA. Yeah, well, some of that is the, well, we talked about the uh, big, one one of the big OVA problems in the Sword for Truth episode. How they'll just take snippets of an ongoing story, be it novel, manga, well, normally novels and manga, but... Yeah, so I have to ask, do you know where this came from? This is uh, from a manga. Hmm. I want to say six-volume manga, but I'm not sure. And unfortunately, there is no trace of it on the internet, because I needed hmm. to I needed to find out if he eventually got killed. <laughs> See, that's the thing, is the, the two very strange things about this is there's no vindication for him absolutely none if anything <laughs> elements in this show seem to seem to be trying to uh paint him as the protagonist well i mean he is it's interesting but the other thing is well we talked about it already there's no real motivation or rhyme or reason really discussed like he seems to have some tension with his father but that's Who, never developed who's also kind of cold himself yeah, but I feel like this is like just like a couple of scenes away from being like a an insane like Korean revenge film. Like the like when he like ruined that kid's life in in high school. Mm-hmm. Like you know, fucked his girl. Yeah, like, like this is the big reveal. Yeah, like of the Korean you, revenge movie. Yeah, like you were, and he pulls up his leg, and he's like missing it because he like chopped it off in kindergarten or something. Mm-hmm. 
but that never came. And it it was weird that they spent so much time on that, him doing that, and then it kind of just moves on to him like in this tennis thing. Yeah. It felt like two episodes of an anime or something. Yeah, but um, all right, let's uh start from the beginning. I think we've already uh, covered the fact that uh. Well, first thing I think we see of note is that girl giving him the the gift. The girl whose life he would eventually ruin, and then the karate guys run up on him. And he offers to bribe them rather than get his ass kicked. And this is when we first find out he's got a, like a, I think you'd call him a sugar mama or something. Well, he bones hostesses. Well, a specific, yeah. Which is, which is, I mean, this woman is, the the show gets easier once you get to the college portion because all the people he's dealing with have some degree of skis to him. Yeah. And she's kind of like the first instance of that because this, this is a grown woman. I don't know how much older she is than him, but uh, he's still in high school. Yeah. And then he decides to, yeah, ruin this girl's life. Because he liked that house. He was looking. See, the only time his eyes really light up <laughs> is when he sees that big ass house she's in. Yeah. And he gets that skeezy look on his face, gives her the hickey, and then we find out her home life is kind of shit. <clears throat> yeah, her brother seems nice, but at the same time, it's like her He's dad is still going along with uh, some of he's this. He's just like, "Hey, leave me out of this. I don't go. I don't know, and I got no opinion." To yeah, exactly. I mean, he's nice. He's nice to her, and seems to. He seems to have. I don't know. A, a, he seems to genuinely want things to work out for her. Like I feel kind of like um, when he said he just wanted to go talk to her boyfriend, figure out who or what this guy was. He meant it. Yeah. Because before he can say anything, her father just jumps in with his same ass old world bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they meet him. And he's like real nice. And then and, the and... dad. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Give me money." <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, yeah, this is after. Was it after the uh, the rapey bit you mentioned? And yeah. the father's just straight pimp slaps her. Pimp yeah. slaps her so hard he's he's out of breath. Yeah, it's I don't remember that. I do. He hits his daughter. He smacks the goddamn shit out of her. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of uh <laughs> I had to Google this afterwards. High ass drama. I didn't. I didn't see much, but there was. One of the first hits was like somebody wrote a thing about misogyny in this. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah. Uh, it, he's a pretty good example. Oof. A misogynist. He is the worst. Like he's like James Bond on speed. Yeah. Except but, he doesn't. He doesn't. Except that Bond is at least doing shit for Queen and country. Yeah. It's, it's also, it's weird. I feel like it's like depicting so much fucked up shit that it's it knows it's it's fucked up. But it's also like, 
these weird like why does he have like a magic dick that like <laughs> girls are like they're just like oh my god this is the best thing ever yeah and he can like make people change their mind with it yeah it's <laughs> you've upset me I'm leaving but look at this penis okay I'll stay yeah, well, uh, not only that, it's like, I'm going to put this in you. That too. You don't want it, but you're going to want it once it's but in. But it'll sedate you once it's in. It's a very dangerous <laughs> line of thinking. <laughs> and I'm wondering who this was made for. I don't. I can't even begin to know. It, this, is, this is where he does, like, a horrifically despicable act two i guess one is the raping two is where he agrees to break up with her for the money and then does it in the most sadistic way possible mm-hmm. oh yeah let's not forget that he lets the guy beat his ass and oh then... we're not even there yet <laughs> so so he he tells the girl initially just breaks up her and then says i'm tired of your body you're all used up and <laughs> this this makes this poor little girl try to kill herself so good. Uh, Mike you're an evil man <laughs> crazy <laughs> you don't see shit like this in so, every day so she's I'll, I've got some recommendations for you if you need to get your mo- <laughs> murder boner going <laughs> but um yeah you don't so she I think what was it she tries I think she tries to OD on some pills or something mm-hmm. I can't remember what she does but she basically ends up in the hospital comatose this leads to everyone whispering about him when he gets mm-hmm. back to school and uh the uh that's right she tries to kill herself as yeah. well and the guy who looks more like what you'd expect from a anime of this time looks more like what you'd expect from a protagonist of the anime this point in time the rugby guy i don't know guy had a rugby scholarship to a mm-hmm. high-end school uh, you, you're told early on he had a crush on that girl. Yeah. So when he hears about all this, he decides to confront uh, uh, Bitch. I'm going to call him Bitch. It's like Kazuki or something? Oh, yeah. Um, hold on. I, I have the name of the actual guy. The guy I'm calling Bitch is the sociopath. <laughs> uh, let's see. Kirioka. Kirioka. Yeah. Uh, Kirioka confronts Bitch and is angry at the fact that he's just cold as fuck. He's got no feeling about it whatsoever. <clears throat> and just starts wailing on him. And, and Bitch, rather than, you know, fight back, just kind of exit on. He starts telling us, like, oh, yeah, I felt her titties. They're huge. Yeah, he's like, her titties are nice and her nipples all white. Yeah. Shit. And Kirioka uh, <laughs> dishes out a pipe and hot ass whooping and then warns him that, like, he'll do it again mm-hmm. if he says anything. So what 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 does bitch do? He goes, he goes back to his uh, girl and... Does the uh, aforementioned instance of blowing a load over the thought of ruining that chick's life. Oh, yeah. That's great. Goes back to school the next day and snitches. 
Yeah. Remember Yoshi? Yoshi? From DVD Asa? Yeah. It made me think of that. Wait, yeah, he, he, he used to always talk about how he would get off if, like... In, oh, like, yeah, when he was talking humili- about his, uh, his yeah. eroticized rage. Yeah, he liked uh, when people were humiliated or or something like that. It was some, I don't know if it was something specific, but it was like... Like he he like would get hard knowing that someone's life was being ruined or something. That guy had problems. Yeah, he used to go. What was it? He would save up all his money and then go once a year to like Thailand to fuck lady boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he also apparently liked to eat ass. Mm. A lot. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about eating ass? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, like the total badass gets this no, guy's he's, scholarship. Stop! Stop! There is nothing badass about this. Is but evil. Does his fonts doing his lady in his face and gets her put in the hospital? Not directly. And then, and then what happens? He just kind of he just wins, doesn't he? Yeah, the uh, guy confronts him about like snitching on him because when he did that, uh, Kirioka wouldn't lie about it. He said, "Yeah, yeah, but I punched the goddamn yeah. shit out of him, and he lost his scholarship." Goes yeah. out to confront him about it, and then surprise, he... surprise, <laughs> bitch! He beats his like, ass. Is like, ha ha! I could have avoided your punches the first time. Yeah. I just needed. I just had a real, real hate boner going, and needed a reason to get off. Yeah. And then to top it off, he's like, "Those guys are like, why didn't you just beat our asses instead of paying us?" He's like, "I don't like to waste my energy." So you you pay off the actual shitbags and ruin the life of. Uh, Maybe he had some kind of respect. Uh, for other shitbags? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how, like, sociopaths work. So yeah. it was at this point in the show that I realized this guy was just... Well, I realized this guy was shit early on, but I, I was like... I was locked in because I felt certain he was going to die. Hmm. I was watching this waiting for him to die. <laughs> See, I thought the guy at the end was going to die, but I guess that would have crossed the line. Oh, the tennis guy? Yeah. Yeah. He just gets very frustrated. Now, if anything, now, at the very least, this next part, this, uh, I break the show up into two chapters. The college chapter, as I said before, is nowhere near as grimy and grisly as this high school bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because these these are like wide-eyed, innocent kids getting their lives ruined by this sociopathic weirdo. But uh, before we see him go to college, he has a a confrontation with his father. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, uh... Basically says, fuck off, old man, I never liked you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with this hooker here to the city. (laughs) 
He's not as harsh with his sister and mother. Yeah, like I bet he, but he even then he still tells him just just forget about me, forget I ever existed. Yeah, he doesn't tell his mom that. He tells his sister to tell her that. Yeah, it, it's funny because there was, um, I guess the closest thing you get to maybe a hint as to what the fuck is wrong with him is uh, there's a scene where one he's sitting. <laughs> In the kitchen alone, reading a paper. Um, Mike, how many high schoolers did you know that read the paper? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) That is abnormal. Not for nothing. If there's any like high school listeners here who read the paper, that's fine. (laughs) It's unusual, but you know this is the old Taku connection. The show is unusual. Yeah. But it's it's unusual in a very specific way for this sociopathic weirdo. <laughs> but he's sitting in there reading the paper. He briefly talks to his sister before his parents come in the room, and they start. His his dad starts bugging him about college, in the most cold ass matter of fact way possible. And when he says, "I'm figuring it out," he says, "Give your mother an estimate." Mm-hmm. It's like, are you his father or his realtor? Yeah. Like that was that was notably cold. Yeah, so his dad's a bastard. Though what's funny is he doesn't seem to be that way with the girl or his wife, but he does seem cold in general. Um it's funny there's like one scene where they're all out walking. I think they're going somewhere and this leads to uh bitch having the house to himself but uh his father's talking he's like i don't know what it is about that kid but i have never liked him and uh one of the things he cites he says maybe it's a lack of cuteness (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i remember that (laughs) yeah he did say that i'm thinking his father just picked up on the fact that this kid had no emotion whatsoever (laughs) it probably was a snake that ate itself Oh, uh, you think maybe he's got some sociopathic tendencies, too? Well, yeah, he obviously never loved him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and the kid wanted out. I guess maybe that, you kind of have to dig deep to find it, but maybe he was just, like, he learned his shitty behavior from his dad, and he I learned, learned it from to, you, Dad! And he learned to be shitty... To, a, that's to how, extreme. To, to make profit and stuff, so he kind of tried to dig himself out of the hole by digging uh, straight through the earth. Uh, so you think, you think maybe this is like <laughs> the uh, Heihachi Kazuya situation? Yeah. Where like um, Heihachi kind of, or Kazuya kind of like takes in all the negativity but doesn't get like it's so like Kazuya takes in all the bad, takes like all the need for power, but without any of like the ideals or good intentions. When he yeah. becomes evil, he just becomes pure evil. And that's yeah. what this kid is. He's pure evil. Maybe teenagers did read the paper in the eighties. Maybe. I feel like not though, because like we didn't really have. I guess we had the internet, but we still weren't looking at the news. Yeah. this kid so we get to the college chapter which is a bit easier on you but you're still kind of reeling from all like the damage he did it's like where is this going at this point yeah 
And so he goes to school, I don't know what college it is, and kind of like falls in with the tennis club because apparently they got the hottest bitches. That's right. He sees a rich girl that he wants to bone. Yep. But he takes a uh, takes a little stop at the bonus stage. And... Yeah, can we talk about this like fucked up hierarchy that the tennis club has going <laughs> when it comes to women? This shit oh, was yeah. foul. Or she says, hold on, I got it written down here. First years are snacks. Second years are prime meat. Third years are old ladies. And fourth years are rotten. Mm-hmm. So apparently you want that second year chick. The first year chick's good. Yeah. According to them. That's, that's fucking stupid. It's a woman delivering this information, by the yes. way. She just wholly accepts it. She calls herself an old lady when she introduces herself. Yeah. And so you find out the uh, tennis captain is maybe somewhat of a like a prick too, but nowhere near on bitches level in that uh, there seems to be something going on between him and the old lady, even though he's like thirsting for the rich chick. Well, you think he just wanted her money? Probably. Well, I know that's that's definitely what bitch wanted. He just wanted the money. I don't the know what the badass. He's not a bad. Stop. Stop that. He is. Do do not do not encourage this sort of behavior. Wants. Yeah, like a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Mike, this is the kind of person that's going to get me in prison. I hate people like this. I want to kill people like this. Oh yeah, I'm not saying he's a good person. But, but like definitely... saying he's a badass is like painting that in a positive light. Uh, I mean, in some sense, it's like wow, he's truly free. Yeah, at but the expense of other like, people. You could never do that. It takes a certain something to do that. Yeah, sociopathy. Yeah. You have to not care about who you got to step on in order to get whatever it is you want. Yeah. So, I guess my brain kind of turned off with all this tennis stuff. Uh, yeah, so uh, he, he does the old lady, which has the, uh, I'm going to leave, wait, your dick is here, I'll stay, scene in it. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally just drops trial in front of her, and she stops mm-hmm. and goes, ooh. Oh, yeah, that's right, I guess he's got a big schlong. Yeah. Um, and uh, they get you know, they go in for another I don't know, meeting, practice, whatever, and the captain gets mad. Find out the uh, old lady was just doing this with that kid to uh, make the captain jealous. Yeah. It turns into, it goes full Melrose Place here. (laughs) I never watched it. 90210. Uh, My mom did. It was one of those things that was just kind of on in the background. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the high-ass drama at work, so... Uh, bitch and the the captain have a tennis battle, and bitch gets made to look like a total chump. Which I wasn't sure he was faking again, but I guess he was. <laughs> yeah, so... I guess you wouldn't know. This time he wasn't because uh, he extorts some more money out of his uh, sleazy bimbo girlfriend and his uh, sugar mama. His sugar mama and uh, gets some tennis lessons. Yeah, and somewhere around there, she like loses it. She's like, apparently she bought him this big, like, what was the car? Oh, no, that, that doesn't happen yet. Um, what was well, it? I mean, it, it happened. 
Well, it happened at some point, but well, no, we got to build up to that. We don't find out about it. But um, what is it? I think before she has the confrontation with him about him just sleeping around, it's because he takes a job at a uh, like a nightclub, Mm -hmm. a really bizarre nightclub because uh, (laughs) apparently his job is both as a waiter and then as basically an escort. Yeah. Like a gigolo. Yeah. And and the way the guy describes it, it seems like clubs like this are supposed to be normal. I think he says something like, yeah, you're going to be one of our black suits. And, like, the popularity of these clubs is very much dependent upon the black suits. Yeah, see, when he said that, I was like, oh, this is it. This is, like, the origin story of, like, a guy that joins the Yakuza. But, nope. Yeah. Yeah. At least if he joined the Yakuza, there was a possibility of him getting killed or losing some fingers, getting his ass whipped, something. But no, no, he just gets this job where he gets to bone chicks and get paid for it. And at some point during all of this, his girlfriend finds out. And again, he could have just walked out and left. He's got his own money. He's got his own shit. But like right as he's about to leave, she's like, I'm not your slave. And he's like, he says, yes, you are. Like, he has to get that extra dig in before he goes. Yeah, and he turns around and bones her. After she tries to stab him. Yeah. This is, this is what, rape number two? Yeah. Although she was asking him to stay, and mm-hmm. that's probably not immediately what she was asking for, but he did that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. This is kind of... This is why... You think this is uh, this is the point in the show that's peak misogyny? Well, yeah, stuff like that. Like, it happened earlier. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is, like, explicitly showing it. But, yes, this is why stuff like feminist frequency exists. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, this is true, because this, 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 this thing here... Oh, God. This is probably... It, no shortage of like instances of just raw-ass misogyny. This is probably it at its peak. Yeah. It's pretty... It's. I mean, it's 80s. It's like... Skeezy, like you wouldn't believe. It's skeezy. It's skeezy. See, the guy is skeezy, mm-hmm. but it, at certain points, it, it, it's points like this where it feels like the creators are skeezy. Yeah. When they have people react to him this way. Yeah. Not only that, but again, um, I haven't really gotten into the music in this, but it's it's all pretty basic cookie-cutter stuff for like a, like a school romance anime. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't lay up. Like, it, it, it stays on that tone regardless as to like what uh, horrific action he's taking. Uh-huh. Like no, at no point does the music ever try to, ch- ever change to like uh, create tension or like uh, establish that something being done is bad. It's like it's like it has two songs with three variations and they're all very happy and poppy. Yeah. Even as he's you know getting the rape on or kicking dudes' ass or having that like psychotic chicken race. <laughs> Yeah, the chicken race. Which is uh, done in a car, which is what you were trying to get to, Mike. Done in a car bought for him by the sugar mama after this incident occurred. 
But yeah, he shows up in that car to challenge the tennis captain, having, you know, the lessons under his belt. Does, you know, the tennis equivalent to what he did to Kirioka to him. And you get that, like, weird speech from him about how you guys are just going to live your life doing blah, 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 become salarymans and whatever. I think I'm better than you because I have no human emotion. And then there is the chicken race. And he takes Girl back to a hotel after we get a scene uh, explaining how he got the car, saying that it's his under the condition that he never have any other woman sit in the passenger seat. Which, you know, is the first thing he does with the goddamn thing. Yeah, I like that it pans into him and then pans out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pans no. Yeah. No fucks given. Yeah, and then, that's, then it ends. And, and it ends with this scene, like, the closest thing you get to, like, why he does what he does. Yeah. Which, there's some actual dialogue, but I'm going to replace it. He said something about the blue flame inside of him. Because the dialogue should go something like, <laughs> inside of me is this busted-ass candle I made at Pottery Barn. <laughs> and as long as it exists, Power Rangers fans are going to wonder if there was a blue candle plot line. Is that thing, I don't know, is that actually supposed to be fire? It looks like a half-melted candle. I... Oh yeah, that is what it, I was curious. I didn't know what that was. I remember seeing it and being like, "Is it over?" And then it was, but I didn't even really like. I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Well, you were better off for it. But yeah, he well, espouses his worldview of having this like that he isn't satisfied with what he has as long as this like desire for more shit is in him. He'll keep taking whatever he wants I'm looking at it he's like in bed with that chick and he's like you're the only one for me (laughs) until I find a richer woman to skis off of Mm -hmm. I'm not satisfied yet as long as these flames burn I will and then it doesn't say anything it just cuts off Mm -hmm. yeah see this feels like if this were a movie this would be like the halfway point and the remainder of the film would be about his life kind of like going down and him eventually being murdered or killed or well yeah it feels like uh it's it felt kind of like it was on its way to be something like there will be blood but like i like a tale of a yakuza or something yeah like eventually he'd come across somebody as bad as he was and would get fucked one way or the other yeah like, I'd be able to appreciate this if that actually happened. In, in some ways, it reminded me a little bit of Rebel Without a Cause. Mm. But I guess I'm kind of doing recommendations now. But Rebel Without a Cause actually had a likable protagonist. Mm-hmm. Or you're supposed to like him. Um, I already said we need to talk about Kevin. But this really, he a lot, it reminded me a lot of the Joker. Just, he... He had no reasons for doing yeah. things. He kind of did espouse some like weird ideology at the end when he was with those preppies, like mm-hmm. basically saying how he he didn't agree with society. Yeah. And then the scene where the kid is is beating his ass and he's just taking it really reminded me a lot of the interrogation scene when Batman's like yeah full anger and he's beating the Joker's ass. <laughs> you have nothing like. Mm-hmm. 
He's just taunting him. Yeah, the thing is, is there's at least something appealing about the Joker. Maybe it's that he is like he's that he he talks about you know chaos, society is pointless, and all this stuff. But he actually lives that shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas this guy is very much manipulating it and using it and using people. He's there's there's a sort of like I guess a big and grand nature to Joker. He's the mm-hmm. the villain. He does all this bad shit. It's kind of fun to watch him. And you also have Batman as a counterpoint. Yeah, I felt like this would be like Joker the early years or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like comparing this guy to Joker is a disservice to the Joker. <laughs> I don't know. I like this character. He's weird. Why? He's fucked up. Because yeah, this feels like one of the most... It's very different from everything else we've watched. Yeah, and that it's painful. <laughs> it was... I, I don't know. I'm always... Like I mentioned, like, there will be blood. It's like... That has a lot more character development. It's not... Yeah. It's a, It's a lot more... And this is like, that's why I really wish we could have known where this came from. Like, mm-hmm. we could have got our hands on the manga. Yeah. See, there's a lot that could be fleshed out here. He's kind of—I don't want to say he's one-dimensional because he's—he feels—it feels like there's something going on there, but it's not explained. It doesn't feel all that well thought out. Mm. But I don't know. I'm always interested in seeing like downfall stories or like stories yeah. about people who are fucked up see if if we'd actually gotten the downfall i could have been okay with this yeah but you're just looking for like you just want like retribution like well, i want to understand why i yes yeah the, the, that's i guess the difference between us is because it's like the more vile shit he does the less i care about like why he's doing this yeah i i just want it to stop I mean, I just kind of thought it was... I laughed a lot while I watched this. It was Uh, just really over the top. Yeah. Like, I can't believe this guy... I mean... Yeah, yeah, that's the big thing I was wondering, (laughs) too. It's like, how? How did this get made? And I was trying to look up the author Mm -hmm. to figure out what's going on, and I wasn't able to find... Well, I was able to find one thing of his that got... uh, Fan, fan translated, which is called uh, Rapongi Black Cross, which seems to be a Yakuza story. And uh, he's apparently got a decent amount of popularity in Japan. Like, uh, one of his mangas got turned into a film. One of it was a really... One of the mangas he did was a really popular uh, drama series that I think went on for like four seasons. Kimio Yanagasiwawa. Yanagisawa. Uh, hold on. Yeah, because I, I looked him up too. He's a Japanese manga artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kimio. Yeah. It's it's got quite a sizable bibliography here. Yeah. Uh, I don't recognize any of it, but Aoki uh, Hono was an early one. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. I'm looking through it right now. I'm trying to figure out. Um. I can't remember the name of Oh, it was a later one. Uh, Tokume 
Kakarichu, Tadano, he, whatever. Uh, that's the uh, manga that got turned into an ongoing uh, live-action series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Tone the Couple got a uh, award for something. Um, he seems to be honed in on uh, like uh, modern day stuff. He seems to really like the drama and the melodrama based on like synopsises of stuff he's written. Hmm. But nothing I was able to look up in this regard like reached the level of like skis and sadism and <laughs> like like this this blue flames isn't his go-to thing like this seems yeah. to be uh slightly off track for him but you said it was an early thing yeah fairly early so maybe he was like at least it seems to be early i'm not sure i was i was been... saying it was early based on the list yeah. but i don't think this list is I think it's alphabetical, not order of release. Yeah, it's alphabetical. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it was in the 80s, so... And it looks like that other this stuff a, was more recent. But this is an old guy, too. Yeah, he's old. So, I don't know. I mean, there's all sorts of reasons for stuff like that. He could have been under producer or, like, pressure from producers or mm-hmm. or somebody else was, you know... But who knows? Though, and again, the manga could turn around at some point and chronicle his downfall. We don't know. Or it could have more of his backstory, or it could be completely different. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, because what we're getting feel kind of like, like vignettes, like little pieces of stuff. Yeah. We could be missing a lot. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I guess we can get to... Uh, let me double-check the notes and make sure... That but it's always... Anything. It's always interesting when we go back to this old stuff. And find some weird-ass shit. Well, when we find things that are so, like, diametrically opposed to, like, the cultural landscape today, like, Mm -hmm. if somebody tried to, like, make something like this and put it on TV now, like, (laughs) people would lose their shit. Yeah, but... A thousand think pieces. Well, yeah, they'd lose their shit. What would be the point of putting something like this on? It's just like... Like, enjoy your sadism. Yeah, but I just mean, like, it was a different time back then that allowed this to happen. Yeah, it does make me wonder about what Japan was like in the 80s that this got animated at all. It's almost like they just had, like, a checklist back then where it was like, it's got to have a certain amount of violence and it's got to have a certain amount of titties and then we'll make it. Yeah, it's like, okay, what are your selling points? Okay, there's a drama, there's uh, some titties, oh, there's some violence. Okay, I think we can work with this. Uh, Send blah, blah, blah the script and we'll work on it. Mm. And it's like the guy's looking over, it's like, are you guys really going to just put it out? (laughs) But this is pretty bad. This is really bad. Ugh, but yeah. Um, I guess uh, anything you want to say before we do recommendations? Oh, I think it's an interesting snapshot. I think it's time. awful. It's uh, is it a fun watch? No, it's not. Like I, I know a few people that I'm gonna like make watch this. It's just I, incredible. I feel a bit guilty at having have 
at having had brought this to people's attention, but I feel a bit <laughs> better because we spoiled the ever-loving shit out of it. It's so weird. It's terrible. It's pretty great. Ugh. It's worth a watch. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Get drunk first and watch it with people. And then yell at Mike. Yeah. Don't yell at me. Don't get mad at me. I told you not to watch it. Feel free to yell at me. Yeah. Yell at Mike. When you're like, oh, God. When you have that same feeling I had when I uh, happened onto this, which is, oh, God, why did I see this? Why did did this exist? How did you find this? Yeah. So after uh, another episode we did, I was kind of bummed out. I needed to just kind of wash the experience out of my head. So I tried just watching something at random. What episode was that? <laughs> Virtual Fighter. <laughs> yeah, so you used this as a palate cleanse for that? I tried, but this just <laughs> this just left a worse taste in my mouth. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Oh, mm. God. It was so bad. This, this is one of those things where it's like... <laughs> I look to the sky and just ask why. Why was this allowed to happen to me? But uh, regards to recommendations, um, so there's one anime that's kind of like this in the sense that it's got a character who's just really skeezy and uh, will... This guy was a bitch... And this show is all about, seems to be all about getting the money and will use women to do it. Uh, the guy, the main character in an anime called School Days is all about getting laid through any means necessary. Though he doesn't start out this way. That's uh, one thing I'll give School Days over this is that you see, you see this, uh, the main character develop into this like skeezy dick bag. Mm-hmm. Who will just do whatever it takes to get his dick wet? <laughs> um, if you want a, a similar character, I guess in depictions, but you want him to actually, you know, do some stuff that's kind of—I don't know if you'd say admirable, but it's it's big and displays some sort of skill and reflects a purpose. Uh, Golgo thirteen. He kind of does that same thing where he just kind of humps away at the woman with the same expression on his face. Mm-hmm. And he is also a stone cold sociopath. And Japan seems to think that's like a really manly thing is to like not emote while you're fucking. Or or to uh, be focused on something else while you're screwing, <laughs> like a uh, ninja scroll. Yeah, that's like a. Oh fuck. Um. Or, or, wait, actually, Golgo13 had, like, the, the one-two combination where he's, like, doing that hooker with the stone expression and talking to his information agent. Yeah, it remind me of uh, Spawn as well. Mm-hmm. Just oh, like... okay. <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> yeah. Is that... For some reason, people... That's, like... As juveniles, a lot of these things are turned uh, where else but to Todd McFarlane. To yeah. See that. Like, that's what, that's how badass is fuck. They think about, like, death. 
and sorrow. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure there's something like this in one or more of Mark Millar's works too. <laughs> that makes sense. But, uh, was it GoGo Thirteen School Days? Um, can't really think of anything else at the moment. Uh, hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Hentai in general, not just due to the sex things, but the fact that some of those plots just get, like, brutally and unnecessarily dark and grim and, and outright just ghastly. Like, it is, like, here's your sadism. Watch this evil person torture decent people and get away with it. Hmm. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of this sleazy guy from Golden Boy. Yeah, it's kind of like, what if, like, the narrative favored that guy? (laughs) Though I did read a, oddly enough, I did read a uh, review of this that uh, suggested that uh, Bitch was an evil version of Kintaro. Hmm. Kind of. Kintaro would kick the shit out of this guy, though. Let's be clear. I doubt it. Yes, he would. I think they would kick the shit out of each other. No, no, because if Kintaro one-punched the easy Yakuza guy, he would fucking annihilate this kid. Somebody would end up dead. Yeah, bitch. I don't know what you're talking about. That's that's my name for the... The badass? Just, 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 just pull his pants down and suck his dick while you're down there. (laughs) It's huge. Yeah. Everyone who touches it seems to be filled with joy. So clearly that's his weak point. We have to cut it off. Mm. But uh, do you have any recommendations for the audience? Or did you want to elaborate on the ones you gave? Mm. Mm, I think I said all I had to say about those. Uh, Rebel Without a Cause and was it There Will Be Blood? Yeah, we need to talk about Kevin. Oh, we need to talk about Kevin, yeah. And, uh, The Dark Knight. Uh, this this guy is like a a piss-poor, shitty imitation of the Joker at absolute best. I don't know. I think he might be more interesting than Jared Leto's Joker, though. I still haven't seen that. Oh, I was thinking about that yesterday, about how vapid that portrayal was. Nothing against Jared Leto, but they didn't really, they gave him nothing to do. Okay, so I guess it can be confirmed now that the uh, Jason Todd rumor was just a rumor. Oh yeah, that's somebody confirmed that before the movie even came out. That's disappointing. Yeah. Because that would have been tight. It would have been ballsy as fuck. Well, I mean, it's, they don't say that it's not in the movie, but somebody said it in the and, you know, the Affleck movie that's coming up is, uh, it's, the villain is not the Joker, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're hard-pressed to tell that story anytime soon. Yeah. It's sad. They got some, like, they had some, like, nice visuals around the character. I'm still kind of on the fence about the design. But it could have been good, but I guess it wasn't. I think he's he's meant to be obnoxious, and they nailed that. 
I mean, I guess if you were creating a Joker for the modern age, yeah, that's kind of what it would be. But the the funniest things are the Halloween costumes that are coming. Out. <laughs> oh, jeez. Pretty uh, yeah, pretty fun. You, it's you. You can't have past that. Even mm. if you full ass that, it's still like why. Well, it's one of those situations where it's got a, you got to fit. You you can't be a fat Jared Leto Joker. No. Well, Jared Leto did get fat when he played John Mark Carr. Hmm. The guy that shot John Lennon. Oh. And then nobody saw that movie. Well, then you can be whoever that is. Yeah, we've somehow come full circle talking about Jared Leto. (laughs) He's like a skeezy motherfucker in real life. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's like... Was this like... Is this the uh, weird shit he was doing to stay in character where he was sending people like... Notes no, that's and just that's that just shit. that's just dumb. Like that's just him being stupid. Mm. It's like because you know he has that band. He's apparently been like taking advantage of groupies for like years. Don't they all do that? Well, I mean, like taking advantage, like actual advantage, like harassing young girls that are underage. Oh, okay. okay. And like just being like you know, real. I don't know. I don't have it like, in like, front of me, but he's accused yeah. of some shit. I see. I thought it was just like he has sex with women. No, uh, but he's on top of that. He's to me, he's he'll always be the poor man's Jared or um, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> eh, Gyllenhaal's got skills. But yeah, I've never met the man, so who am I to judge? The. <laughs> mm. Anything you wish to say to the audience before we uh, end this and I can go about pretending this anime no longer exists? Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Thanks for keeping our dreams alive. Yeah. I wonder if anybody is listening to these. I don't know. If they don't listen to this episode, I won't feel so bad because then they won't know that Blue Flames exists. <laughs> If you happen to enjoy that episode, uh, follow us on soundcloud.com slash radio, facebook.com slash radio, on Twitter at radio, or subscribe to us on Google and Google Play, Android, and iTunes. Blah. iTunes. I always forget one. But yeah, uh, please review us. Or please just comment. Anywhere. Anywhere. I'm sorry to uh, thirst so hard for these comments, but... It's lonely. But, um, yeah. If you happen to want to just talk to one of the hosts directly, I'm on Twitter at Connect. Mike's on Twitter at Hyper90s. And Joe's on Twitter at NAGP Resurrection. Uh, their shows, which are currently down at the moment, are Hyper 90 Zeitgeist Breakdown for Mike and NAGP Returns, or NAGP Resurrection for Joe. Uh, feel free to check out some of the old episodes. If you enjoy them, you can uh, feel free to scream at them till they make some more. I'm on them too, if you happen to like the sound of my voice and me rambling on. 
Uh, I'm not sure if that scared away potential listeners, but, but please, just give them a shot. Um, oh yeah, the music you're listening to right now, the song is called Synthetic Highway. If you want to hear more songs like it or hear it without my inane rambling, head on over to soundcloud.com slash submorphine. Submorphine, S-U-B hyphen, M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. Got a lot of good music on there. The uh, music you're going to hear next is our promo theme, and it's called Anime Rocket. If you want to hear more music like that, you want to check out Squarion at uh, facebook.com slash Squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. I believe Squarion's got a SoundCloud under the same name, so there's that. Uh, Squarion's got a project they'd like me to plug, uh, Project Stick Part 2, which can be found on facebook.com slash Stick. Um, and I think that's all for the moment. So until next time, uh, thank you for listening. Have a good night. Because part of the reason why I, I have background noise on when I sleep is because uh, it makes my dreams a bit less crazy. <laughs> it, like, grounds them in some way. That's weird. Our accidental theme month continues next week with Urban Square. <laughs> <laughs>